0: Hey everybody, this is Isaiah, and welcome back to Magic System Monday. And I was uh, scrolling through my episodes, my little account for my podcast, uh, a while back, and I noticed something really interesting. Uh, That we've actually passed an entire year uh, of Magic System Monday. Magic System Monday has been out for over a year. Uh, We first went uh, on the air, I think, at... uh, on February the 7th, I think, and it is January, February, March 26th now, I think, as I'm recording this. Uh, so that's good. It's been in one whole year, and while there are definitely more months that have passed uh, than there are episodes of Magic System Monday, now, even though there are actually more months that have passed than Magic System Monday episodes that have passed, And I am working on getting my upload schedule back up and running. Uh, I wanted to start back kind of slow So I guess I'll start with this as I was looking through my episodes and listening to some of them um, I wondered something So managed to stumble upon the first episode of magic system monday and for those of you who may or may not have um, and for those of you who haven't actually watched it it's perfectly fine uh, you don't have to uh, basically it was just an introduction and i ended up uh, talking about something some criteria that i use when i grade the value of a medic system and i talked about how there are so many different criteria you can come up with but a lot of them are extremely subjective or at least partially subjective and it's really hard to narrow it down to something that needs to be that something tangible that needs to be there in every magic system uh, for it to be, to be a good magic system. And I went through the process of um, kind of boiling it down to the bare bones until I figured out or that I thought I figured out what those criteria were and I ended up coming up with three of them. Uh, those were cohesion. Cohesion being, uh, is the magic system consistent with itself? Uh, is it complete? Is it full? Doesn't necessarily have to be complicated uh, to be that way. Uh, it doesn't contradict itself. Uh, that's cohesion. Governance. Uh, it's a bit of a funny one, and a lot of people still don't really. Uh, I guess some people don't either. Don't really understand the value of it, or don't agree with it. Perhaps I don't explain it very well, and that might be my fault. Uh, but governance basically just asks this. Um, I see that you have the rules but are you following the rules Uh, if you're not you can you can come up with the best system in the world you can come up with the best equation uh, the best program Uh, you could come up with a button that magically solves every problem but if you're not using it then it's absolutely pointless so um, cohesion does the system work does it run on its own Uh, governance uh, does the system actually get used when it counts now um, the last one is kind of like a gimme i guess you could say uh, and that is limitation it is not that everything has to be limited i guess the more specific definition would be uh, limitation that facilitates conflict uh, and this one's kind of open because there are any myriad of ways to do this But anyway i guess i can talk about that later yeah because there are any myriad of ways to uh produce limits in a system that are uh not only cohesive you know that add to the flavor of the system or the world but also facilitate its own types of conflict because you can have any number of different types of conflict and typically the arguments that people get into here are exactly which ones i've come to learn that people are, are Relatively narrow minded when it comes to exactly what types of limitations can be produced to get what kind of result. It's like everyone seems to be biased towards a specific narrow group of them, which is understandable. But anyway, I digress. The reason I'm bringing this up is I wanted to ask the question uh, that I feel would be natural to ask after a year of having made all these episodes. I made, I think, maybe two or three times the amount of episodes that I've actually posted, I just didn't think the quality of the other episodes was high enough uh, to warrant it. So, maybe after 30 episodes of Magic System Monday that I've recorded, doing this for about a year, I have to ask myself, uh, is the foundation that I've built this uh, series on, my grading scale, these three criteria, um, how do I feel about them now? Uh, what is Magic System Monday today think about the rules put forth by the one from the previous year and uh i this is this would be the time for me to say yeah maybe i think i got something wrong or maybe i could have adjusted something but the longer i've been uh building magic systems and looking at other people's magic systems and building episodes for this podcast the more i've learned something really interesting um Whatever I was doing uh, back in the day when I first made this, when I first typed it up and wrote that little paper uh, where I proposed these criteria, man, I I learned something really interesting. Is that the longer I go on, the more I do this, um, the more I come to love those criteria. My opinion has changed on them, but only for the better. I believe that Uh, I should still be able to swear by these. They are that valuable. I've come to love them even more than I did uh, when I first whipped them up. Um, Now, there are some things I want to talk about, of course. Some discrepancies that have come up that I want to clear up. Uh, Mainly, they're going to be focusing on uh, cohesion and limitation. Because I've come to learn that while the ideas themselves are quite good, sometimes our perceptions of what these ideas can be are actually quite narrow. Uh, Let's take, uh, for example, let's actually start with cohesion. Now, cohesion says uh, whatever system you put forth, emphasis on that, whatever the system is, whatever the structure is, is it consistent with itself? And there's governance. It says, uh, "Will this uh, is this system being used?" Uh, one question that was put forth to me, I think, relatively early on. I've had other people ask this as well, uh, but they ask, "Well, uh, Isaiah, if you're saying the system has to be consistent with itself to make sense, what about systems that are explicitly not consistent?" I say, "What do you mean?" And they say, "Well, well, some magic systems have uh, abilities and." rules that are meant to be kind of fickle or random i said oh i see where you're going here Uh, it actually it's actually a really really good question as you think about it at face value it almost seems like it uh like it kind of counteracts the principle that those criteria put forth on the other hand let's look a tad bit closer uh let's say you live in a world with wild magic Uh, where the magic is inherently random. Maybe it's like a personality and it's fickle. Or, I don't know, maybe the rules change out every hour on the hour, all right? Uh, That is a pattern. A lot of people don't like to think that way, but truthfully, random, there's no such thing as truly random. Uh, Random unto itself is a pattern scheme. It's a type of pattern. Uh, Now, typically with uh, more predictable patterns, uh, things tend to match more often. If you look at something like a rhyme scheme, uh, maybe you have like a solid rhyme scheme like ABABAC or something like that. You expect that to sort of repeat itself. But random itself is also a pattern or a type of pattern. So uh, let's take this and look at the criteria, governance. Or was it cohesion? I can't remember. So let's say we have this random magic system. And you're using the system, right? It's supposed to be unpredictable. All right? Uh, and you cast a spell, not knowing what's going to happen, and then something entirely random happens. That's how the rule is supposed to... That's how the, that's, that fits the pattern. Uh, that fits the pattern uh, that was put forth. Uh, the magic system is supposed to be random, and when it was used, it was used in an incredibly random way. Uh, That makes perfect sense. Uh, Therefore, it follows uh, governance. The system is actually being used. And the system is cohesive. But, let's say, hypothetically, that you use a random magic, alright? Using some kind of wild magic where you have no idea what's supposed to happen. And instead of something entirely random happening, uh, the same thing happens as last time. And What if you use that spell again? And the exact same thing happens again. And again or again it's no longer random anymore and the pattern that was put forth is random if that pattern is broken then cohesion is broken too it's not about having a strict defined set of rules it is about whatever rule put forth remaining consistent if the system is random then the, uh, the results of that system should be consistently random. The reason I know this and the reason I uh, realized this myself was uh, as a business major in college, um, we actually use programs a lot. Uh, we use things like Microsoft Excel and some, like, you know, a lot of different data spreadsheets. We also use um, other tools that we use to kind of like analyze data. And sometimes that requires, uh, well, sometimes testing those systems requires randomizing data so we use these kind of like rng tools and when we use these rng tools what we want for them is random it is a system uh, because it is an equation or a program it is a structure a system uh, that is built to res- to produce something random and even though there's nothing is perfectly random it has to be effectively random all right um that system can be likened to a magic system here, all right? The result you need to get out of it is random. What would happen if I press that button every time uh, to get a random number between one and 20, and I got five every single time, or most of the time? Well, that tells me that that random number generator is actually not random. It's a lot more predictable than it's intended to be. Therefore, the system is faulty magic systems work in much the same way in other words does it actually do the thing it is built to do but anyway I think I've spent way too long on that I kind of anyway I think I spent a tad bit too long on that Uh, let's move over to limitation Now, Isaiah, uh, surely no one has a problem with the concept of limitation, right? You know, that's in, you know, Brandon Sanderson's, you know, uh, three rules of, like, magic systems. I don't remember the other two, but I know this is the big one that everyone talks about all the time. Like, so surely no one can be arguing with that, right? Yeah, you're right. No one really completely disagrees with that with the idea of limitations in a magic system producing conflict. No one at all that I've ever seen or heard of at all, period. However, what people do disagree with, however, is what types of limitations uh, you can can use and what types of conflicts do they produce. The types of limitations you propose for a magic system... Will have a very strong effect on what the overall result is and what types of conflict there will be in the story and if you're creative enough uh, you can make any any different type of limitation to produce these conflicts now the really simple ones are maybe you have oh so much mana point cost or whatever Uh, so it kind of limits your stamina for using magic On the other hand, there is the whole dramatic cost thing. I think I've spoken enough about that. Uh, But generally speaking, uh, using magic or using a type of magic proposes some degree of risk to you. It might harm you. You might get some negative side effect. Uh, Maybe you'll get bad luck for the rest of the day if you overuse magic or something. Or maybe, just maybe, your head might explode or turn into a cactus, you know, as they tend to do. However, you can go deeper than this. Um, you can take pretty much any facet of a magic system and limit it to some extent. Or, and this is something that a lot of people uh, don't really think that far on, but consider this. What if the lack of limits in the magic, what if the lack of limitation in the power in the magic system itself is what causes the conflict? Now, in all honesty, this is sort of my area of expertise in a sense. There's actually a story I give people a sort of an example of how this type of idea can play out. Uh, it goes all the way back to something I wrote in like 2014 before I even had a computer. I think I wrote this on paper or something like that. <laughs> now, I'm going to spare you the details of, uh, of exactly the particulars of that story and all that. Because that's not important. But uh, the story involved the druid. Uh, he was quite powerful, in fact. Uh, he could change people's bodies. He could adjust your race if you if you wanted him to. Uh, he could grow entire new organs. He could put them in people. He could fix organs, alter genetic structures. He could breed new people. You know, breed new species if he wanted. Uh, there was one day in particular where this man went as far as to take a piece of amber get the genetic DNA from a dinosaur from a T-Rex and he literally revived the T-Rex for a day and that was its own fiasco but we're not going to talk about that uh, this one's a tad uh, uh, this particular context is a tad bit dramatic uh, he ended up reaching the point in his life where he realized that he was sort of uh, getting in the way what do you mean well, he had a very he had very great power, and uh, naturally, people say with great power comes responsibility. Uh, but what people don't tell you about that great power and that great responsibility is uh, the great desire of the people around you for you to use that power in their benefit, even if they can't force you. Uh, people want things from you. People feel like if it's easy for you to do, you should just do them. Uh, you should just fix this. Uh, Uh, My cousin is maimed. He got maimed on the battlefield. You should just fix this. You should wave your hand over the place. Abracadabra, super easy. Um, And he got to the point where he realized that as people, as more and more people started to realize who he was, um, that more and more people wanted things from him. They wanted to do this. They wanted him to do that. Cure my cousin. Cure my sister. Uh, Maybe you felt like you were the wrong gender or whatever. You can totally do something about that, can't you? You can literally fix genes. Do something about this. Switch my chromosomes. Uh, anything. Whether it was as trivial as uh, changing your, you know, your appearance to making me a completely separate creature. So even though he was a very kind-hearted person and he wanted to kind of do the best he could to help the people around him, uh, he was a bit of a hero of sorts at the time at least, uh, he realized that ultimately he was holding people back and that they were holding him back. And that was mainly the conflict of the story. And, well, after he realized um, the level of desire that his powers drew out of people around him, um, he kind of felt guilty about it, uh, that he was inhibiting these people from making their own forms of progress trying to solve their own problems or simply living with them as he does so uh he vowed to never use that power again period for himself and for the people around him he felt like it was too easy for him to sort of play god and also too easy for people to see him as one and whatever issues arose from that so he quit and everything uh And as you might guess, things kind of hit the fan very quickly, but that's not important. Uh, Things get a little bit more personal than that. Everything was more or less fine and dandy until uh, he retired and his neighbor, a good friend of his, uh, ended up having a daughter, 7-year-old child, who got diagnosed with leukemia. And she had a couple months to live. And he vowed to never heal anyone ever again. That story was not one about superpowers and shooting lightning bolts out of your fingertips and whipping up tornadoes and moving mountains. You know, it wasn't the type of story where, sure, I can heal you, but I'll, I'll risk hurting myself. It's not the type of story where some kind of dramatic cost is helpful. It was a story where the fact that it was so easy was the problem. And it was an emotional conflict. In fact, because there were no limitations in that story, uh, he had to impose one on himself. And that was the focus of the conflict. The fact that he was as powerful as he was, was the driving limitation for that story. And I know that was a tad bit long-winded, but I say that to say this. We have to really open our minds and to being creative with how we use the limitations you know, in these magic systems. Not even just in the magic systems, but in the stories we write in general. Because you might be inclined to say, Isaiah, that's not really a limitation in terms of the magic. That's a limitation in terms of the person. The thing is, the magic system informs the people and informs the world. They are pretty directly connected, and I inherently consider them to be the same. Because not only do limitations in a magic system limit what a person can do, uh, the lack of limitations limit a person. Because they directly inform, in the same way, what people can and will do. It is ultimately the same thing. And with that, I don't think I have very much else to say today. Uh, relatively short episode. That's perfectly fine with me. Uh, all in all, I do believe the three original criteria I had were good. We just need to do a little bit of uh, put a little bit of elbow grease into uh, the way we think about those criteria specifically. If you only think about things in terms of their face value, then you will never fully understand what they have to offer. And that's all I have to say for today. Until next time, this is Isaiah from Medic System Monday, and I'll see you guys later.